Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Abby, and this is Alan. Hello. We're from the Lunatics Radio Hour podcast, where we explore the history of horror and modern horror storytelling. We do deep dives into legends like ghost trains or the Headless Horseman or Wendigos. Available wherever you listen to podcasts. Including cell phones and computers. That was impressive. Thank you. Do you know that I'm like, (laughs) I love when people burp. I think it's the best thing ever. It always makes me giggle. And I'm always impressed when they can burp on cue. But if anyone farts, I like lose my mind. I go off. (laughs) Pisses me off. I'm like, how could you be so inconsiderate of the other people in this room? Do you think it's because farts smell though? I mean, burps can smell, but I don't know. I don't know what it is. (laughs) <laughs> i think it's like the poop particles that they don't exist but like maybe <laughs> right okay mm. cool well what is, is all... that how we're starting the pod okay that's how we're starting the pod <laughs> well, that's how we're starting the pod i think lovely apparently <laughs> uh maddie madison yes hello how do you be um i'm good good wow how are you i'm good I'm fine. Wow. Oh my god! Look at us. I'm living our best lives, just together. thriving. <laughs> just, I feel like whatever. Sure, I come on this pod every week, and I'm like, wow, my life's the worst, but also I'm so good. <laughs> also, I'm so privileged, but that's fine. <laughs> it makes it okay if it's I'm a, self-aware. It's a thin line between everything falling apart and you know, everything's fine. You want to know what I think just it is? Along. What? I think it's that. I love when I have stuff to complain about. So it's like when my life is shitty, I am actually good because I can complain. (laughs) Do you think that means that if there is nothing to complain about, you create things to complain about? Yeah. I mean, self-destructive. Literally that's most of my personality is being (laughs) self-destructive. What do you mean? Wow. I'm glad we got to the bottom of that today on psychology. I can't believe you've been leaking my (laughs) psychology appointments sessions. (laughs) You're a loose case. Anyway. Um, yeah, no, I'm actually, I'm actually pretty chill this week. I just had coffee. I'm seeing beautiful faces. I get to gossip and complain, which we've already established (laughs) in the first minute of the episode that I love. It's true. It's really, this is episode like forty-two. Wow. Yeah. That's so many. Can God, you, I can't believe like I put up with you every week. Okay. Well, <laughs> I was about to say, I'm so proud of myself. I can't believe I've committed to something for so long, and you were like, "Fuck off." That's fine. <laughs> but uh, no, next month is our one-year anniversary. Can you believe? Maybe that's the elephant in the room oh. this week. Is that next month is our one-year anniversary? That's so cute. Of the I first time us. we had the frickle frackle. That does, That is Can what you, this feels like. I'm 23 and I still say freckle freckle. This is why I will never be in a relationship. 
<laughs> Look, let's be real. There are a lot of other reasons. <laughs> I mean, it's true, but you didn't have to say it. It's not my fault. You left it wide open. I couldn't help That's it. True. Wide open like a pussy. Exactly. Sorry. I feel like every episode uh, I have to talk about your vagina, otherwise I can bust. I mean, if I don't talk about it, you have to. Exactly. It's really it's a <laughs> symbiotic relationship. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Are you happy with that elephant in the room this week, dude? Sure. That's, yeah, that's cute. Wow. Anniversary. Huh. Okay. Drag name. Anniversary. <laughs> uh, am yeah, I a sure. genius or am I a genius? Yes. yes. <laughs> I can't believe we just synced up for the first time on Zoom. Anyway, um, was there anything we needed to chat about before we introduced a possible guest uh mm, mm, nah wow that was okay (laughs) well in that case let's let's embrace the real elephant in the room this week oh my god no that's not that me sounds really mean you're not an elephant guest (laughs) that came out wrong the elephant in the room (laughs) is that we have a guest until you said it (laughs) self-destructive it comes back around (laughs) (laughs) yes um, okay so it's lorinda yes the lorinda the world-renowned dance superstar background (laughs) dancer to michael jackson background dancer to janet jackson absolutely everyone at the same time everyone at the same time yeah (laughs) and the scary thing is it was only a couple years ago my goodness from beyond the grave <laughs> that's actually doesn't that go back to your uh, iconic pop culture moment was um michael jackson's death maddie it was yes 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 anyway specifically i remembered an interview in which his like lawyer or something uh, the morning he died was recounting a story where he told michael one day you're gonna wake up dead and that's just really stuck with me <laughs> Um, actually speaking of this is already completely off topic and i haven't even let our guest say a word but you know how that's your answer for pop culture moment of all time mine is lady gaga's paparazzi performance at the 2009 vmas where she pretends she gets shot and the whole audience thinks she's just been killed on stage iconic um well he died three months before that wow and at the same 2009 VMAs, Madonna gave the iconic speech, uh, in like in memoriam speech about Michael Jackson. So our two pop culture moments really, can you believe? <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, love that. Wow, love that. Did I just connect two things They're that so absolutely related. don't have a connection? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well. Anyway, Lorinda, welcome to what the fuck is happening the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> We're very glad to have you. So excited to have you. Someone who is not only an icon and a legend in and of her own right, but is also a phenomenal dancing star. Someone who is in the entertainment industry in a very fun way. Do you hate it when people talk about ABBA? What? ABBA dancing queen? Nah. I do. I mean... It's certainly English, shut not the my, fuck up. It's not my favorite ABBA song. Okay, well, it's what is? Fair. Fair. Uh, voulez-vous? Are you kidding me? That's a bop. <laughs> that is a bop. Yeah. I yeah. don't know which song that is because 
I'm not gonna. There it is. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Something, something. Okay. Uh-huh. something. It's great. Yeah. It's honestly so good. <laughs> I follow. It is. I mean, all ABBA songs are bops. Let's just be brutally honest. <laughs> sure. Anyway, um, Maddie. Wait, well, no, well, how are you, Lorinda? Sorry, I'm all over I the place am... this week. No, you're good. I am also pretty good. I'm very excited to be on this podcast with you guys and chatting. It's nice to talk to people because we're in lockdown <laughs> at the moment. Yeah, I'm so, sure. To virtually yeah. see more people. Yeah, yeah. And even though it's virtually, it's still really, really, really lovely. So I just yes. you are to chat. too nice of a person. You're like the nicest person in existence and it's not okay. <laughs> um, I wouldn't say that. Like I know, I know nicer people than me. So. Wow. Okay, well, that's what you think. Yeah, this is this is true. Yeah, I, li- I like to think I'm a pretty nice gal. Bless. So cute. Thanks. Um, do you have any idea what we're going to be talking about this episode, Lorinda? Because I'm sure you're mostly in the dark. Me. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Look, pretty in the dark, but I don't know. I feel like that's just going to make it super fun. Looking for pockets of light as well. I don't know. Wow, that was really deep. It was. I'm pretty, yeah. I loved that. Look, I like a challenge. I like a challenge. So <laughs> I'm just gonna roll. I'm just gonna roll with it. Love that. And whatever ha- whatever happens, happens. Okay. Well, let's start off by recapping any cultural moments that happened throughout the week. Any pop culture news or whatever. Because Maddie reckons she has some, and she never has some. So I'm really. I actually curious. have three. That is so much. Mm. I only have one, but mine isn't even really. Do you want to start with yours? Yeah, let's do that. Um, I just wanted to talk about how fantastic Lizzo's new song is. That's all. Mm. Yeah, that is a bop and a banger, and it slaps. Mm -hmm. That's Mm -hmm. all. That's literally. I love about (laughs) the thing I love about Lizzo's music, and it definitely is like showcased here, is that the actual like. Um, music behind her vocals is always like top notch. She's always got a mm. bit of like a an orchestral thing going on, and I really vibe mm. with that. It's not very common. It's not as common in pop these days, and she just like she's super pulls dramatic. It off so well, she is, and I love it because I love you is one of my favorite albums of all time. Mm-hmm. It's like five out of five star song after five out of five. All bobs, no skips. You know. Mm. Yes, I do know. And you're right. Yeah. The only other time there's been an album with no skips is Carly Rae Jepsen's 2015 <laughs> album Emotion. <laughs> the best album of all time. Sorry, Lizzo. Sorry, The Beatles. <laughs> uh, yeah, sure. The, the songs I've heard from that album are pretty good. Okay, well, <laughs> Carly Rae Jepsen could do Here Comes the Sun. The Beatles could not do Run Away With Me. Yes, that's that's true. The Beatles could not do Boy Problems. You know? <laughs> they definitely would not commit to that. Exactly. <laughs> That'd be seen about world peace, whatever. You know? Real problems? What? <laughs> Can't relate. Anyway. Let's... uh. Mm. What's your next thing, Maddie? Okay. Okay. One. Right. Jamie Spears stepping down from the conservatorship. Yep. <laughs> right. I should have had Boom. this down. 
That was huge. That was huge. It was. That was. It was very relieving to hear. It was. I agree. It's like also hilarious seeing Jamie Lynn Spears' Instagrams because she's like having a meltdown too now. (laughs) And she's like, I think just the whole drama of it all. Because she's been profiting off Britney as well the past, like, ten years. Right. And now that the entire family's being called out for doing exactly that, she's trying Mm. to play the victim Mm. in, like, a really odd way. I don't know. All I know is that she she posted a uh, so-called quote by her daughter, who's, like, a little toddler, and the quote was, like, um... Mummy, tell me everything's going to be okay. Everything has to be okay. It's like, well, that's a bit dramatic. I don't know. (laughs) It's a bit much. That feels, it feels like a lot to be putting quotes from your toddler (laughs) on your Instagram Well, it's like, bitch, your toddler didn't say that. Your toddler would have said Googie Gaga. (laughs) There were some full sentences put together there that may not have exactly. <laughs> reflected real life. <laughs> exactly. Lorenda, what are your thoughts on the, the free Britney? Britney? Lo- free Britney? <laughs> Love free Britney. it. Yeah. I am a Britney Spears, like, stan. I stand, yeah, I stand Britney Spears, honestly. She's my, one of my, she's in like my top five people to follow on Instagram. If you don't follow her, <laughs> you should. Truly. You really should. The she is literally. She posts- Batshit, I love it. It's, it's she's batshit crazy, but I love her for it. She's literally on yeah. there in like den- denim shorts with like no bra on. She's like holding her tits. Yeah. She's just like she's like just dancing in her lounge room, and I'm like, it's iconic. You're my inspiration in life. So she's like a troll. She's an internet troll of like the highest tier. Yeah, she but really I love. Is. She absolutely knows what she's doing, and it's iconic. It's yeah. true. Yeah. But then, yeah, I really admire like, how many low-rise pants that she wears. Oh, can't pull that off. So no, you go. Not everybody, me. not everybody can wear those pants. So oh. she wears them well. She does. <laughs> she really does. Wow. Um, love that for her. Did you watch the the what's it called? The Britney Spears documentary. I can't remember. I haven't watched it. Ah, oh, it's really good. I feel like I. I feel it like I really would good. love. I feel like I would love it. It's only like an hour long. Yeah. But mm-hmm. it's it was really, really good. good. Yeah. It it's came like a... out, I think it was like December of last year. So there's a little bit that's happened since then. But mm. it's a really good like way to catch up on the history and such. It's, yeah, it was very yeah. good. It's mm. just honestly, even like with the Britney removed from it, it's like a fascinating piece of um, yeah, kind of in-depth look at how paparazzi in the 2000s just literally destroyed lives. Yeah. For like... Yeah. It's 150 true. bucks and it's like yeah yeah it's insane it's truly wild but it was it was actually it was a, a very well made documentary yeah mm. Mm. also i feel like we should mention the fact that she's still going to have a conservator yes and also he hasn't stepped down yet he's he said he's going to but mm. he wants like to negotiate beforehand which probably means he wants legal protection so she can't sue him but that's probably true, hey? Mm. Yeah. I just Gross. fucked up, but... Eewee. Um, the, I don't, also don't know if she just wanted to get rid of Jamie as conservator or if she wants no conservator at all. I'm not sure I what I mean, the... I think 
She would prefer no conservator at all, but is mm. happy, f- I think, is like, if the middle ground is just getting rid of him, then I'll go with mm. that. Mm. Okay. Interesting. I don't, know. I don't know her personally, so. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean you don't know her personally? Wow. You're like, yeah, we, we chat, we call. We yeah, yeah, chat. we DM. <laughs> <laughs> Snap. Um, can also, I feel like... Uh, you know how I have, okay, this is like a weird deep thing, but you know how I have issues separating the artist from the art, which is something yes. you're meant to be able to do well. Like I can't deal with the fact that if someone's like a hardcore conservative or like Chris Pratt is part of a church who's famously anti-LGBTQ+, yeah, right. I'm like yeah. every movie of his I watch, I'm like, hmm, that was a bad movie, even if it was a great movie. <laughs> um, I feel like the one time I'm willing to separate art from artist is not liking Jamie Lynn Spears, but standing Zoe 101. <laughs> and that's all wow. I'll say on that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that is a piece of modern art. It is. Did you guys watch it, though? I, but I, I literally just forgot it existed until right now. And you wow. just said it. And I was like, <laughs> and that kind of just, like, took me back. I was like, whoa. You had warlike flashbacks. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I don't really, I didn't really watch it, but I like obviously remember like bits and pieces. I used to play a game yeah. of it online. On nickelodeon.com.au? Yeah, probably. And Iconic. I, yeah, there was, there was like, there was like one where you like made burgers or something and like, yeah. And I, I used to play the Hannah Montana version. Love. Love. Yeah, a real macho man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um so did you watch it maddie did you watch zoe 101 uh similar to lorinda like i know of it and i've seen it in bits and pieces but i've never like sat down and watched an episode it has one of the greatest Let alone all of them well it has one of the greatest will they won't they relationships of all time so does it zoe yeah. and chase it's iconic okay what a white boy name <laughs> Well, it's a very it's a very white boy name. It's up there with Zach. Yep. You already know that the relationship's going to be toxic. F. <laughs> I don't know. It's also I think that's how Victoria Justice got into the Nickelodeon universe. Really? Oh. Could be wrong. So I we're talking like, like that was before Victorious was a thing. That was big before Victorious took the world by storm, mate. <laughs> I still listen Side to music note, from Victorious, and same. I will until being I die. Cancelled was devastating. It's, mate, yeah. the music from Victorious slaps. It's great. Literally, it it's iconic. They're very good, very uplifting. Mm. Good morals, good You're messages. Right. Love it. <laughs> You're Speaking right. of good morals and messages on Nickelodeon, I don't. Neither of you are watching. Are you watching the iCarly reboot? I didn't know there was a reboot. (gasps) Oh my god, they did a reboot. It's a sequel to the original. Consider me gooped and gagged. The latest episode, Carly and Freddie nearly have a threesome with another chick. Oh, I knew you. Excuse me. And I quote, "A hot, messy threesome." (laughs) And I was like, "Shooky." I put my phone down and I was like, "I need a breather. This is a lot." I want. I. I. This is. This is the way to do a reboot of a kids show for adult audiences. That's like iconic, but also what? (laughs) 
Yeah, I'm sh- I am shook. Like, this is still a PG show. I'm whatever. It was wild. It was iconic, though. Damn. Yeah. There you so, go. I love if that. that if you weren't like already watching to it. That, though. Truly. It was like being hinted at most of the episode. And then yeah. it actually happened. And they actually said a hot, messy threesome. And I was like, wig. I can't believe that's like on par with the Gossip Girl reboot having like penises in most okay. of the episodes. Okay, see that one I'm watching. I'm yeah? watching Gossip Girl reboot. Oh, yes. Okay, what are your I thoughts? Like I, I like it. I it's like very... it too. We've, we've like moved with the times. We, yeah. We don't all look the, we don't all look the same. Like, yeah. Uh, the only thing I can't, I can't get around is you cannot tell me that Zoya is supposed to be 14 years old. <gasps> Oh, sorry, literally, 15. bitch. Because she's had it. Because she's had a birthday. Yes, she, for the but first I'm three like, episodes, she was fourteen. I'm like, don't fuck with me, like. And that. I was like, but, this bitch is talking about dicks and is like having a boyfriend and doing all this crazy shit, drinking and going, going wild, going, yeah, going to bars on a school night, right? Might I add? And she's and, and then episode three, they were like, it's your fifteenth birthday soon, and I was like. Yeah, I like shat myself when they said right? that. I was like, oh. before that, it was like, just I just assumed she was like sixteen. Same, one hundred percent same. But that sounds pretty wild. The only other thing I don't like it. about it is the, the um, student teacher relationship because I feel like there's yeah, it's impossible for Hollywood to make a teen drama show without having a student teacher relationship. And I'm like, one, it's boring, and two, just stop. <laughs> I mean, it's very overdone flop, at this point. you know, it is pretty overdone. But I also wasn't complaining as looking at both of the specimens who were cast in the show for said roles. <laughs> I mean, both very beautiful. Both very beautiful. It's true. So... It's like it may be problematic, but at least they were gay. <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I guess that was them kind of trying to be like. This is why it's okay that we're having this like right. part of our show because like, yeah. at least they're gay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, did I haven't watched the last two episodes? Have you? I have. Okay. Yeah. Well, I hear that it like takes a turn. The student-teacher relationship is like it does. It's actually like it a, really... has a moral. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm excited for that then. I won't. Yeah, I won't spoil anything, but yes, it does take <laughs> quite a dramatic turn. Okay. Well, uh, unexpected. A dramatic turn in Gossip Girl. <laughs> Never. Never. Dr- drama. 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 Who's, who's she? We don't drama. Know Haven't even met her. <laughs> um, what's your thought on the um, the teachers being Gossip Girl twist? Yeah, that was a lot. I don't know. I really I kinda, like it. <laughs> I, I kind of like it too. I think it's a nice way to have a reboot without making it like completely just the same sort of like carbon yeah. copy of what we orig- what we saw in the original season. Like, yeah. cause I guess that's how they had to try and make it like a little bit more different. They were like, Oh, plot twist. The teachers are going to be the ones that create the posts. And yeah. I'm like, Oh shit. I think so, it was iconic and I didn't see it coming. Mm. Yeah. No, neither. neither. And like, it's also like the way that they can um, avoid the trap of, the like if it was an unknown person doing the gossip girl in this one it would be the exact same really uh yeah. reaction to finding out who gossip girl is eventually as the original series which everyone hated yeah so like yeah weird it like I'm takes out the get it, it takes 
yeah, it takes out the guessing. Like we don't have to sit there being like, oh, I wonder who it is. Because you just know. There's plenty of other drama. It's like, are they mm. going to get away with it? You know, all that fun stuff. Mm. Yeah. You get to question the moral implications. Mm-hmm. They do. <laughs> they actually kind of brutal, the teachers. They like get people fired and don't feel shit. Yeah. But like, yeah. it's unknown as well. It's funny though. It's very wild. The main teacher's kind of like one of the most annoying characters on TV. That's okay. She's yeah, got she's up. <laughs> she is up there with annoying characters on TV. She's up there. But um, she up there. Yeah, she's she's a little bit crazy. Yeah. But she is. I suppose <laughs> I feel like you would. I feel like you would have to be crazy to start a platform to like bully students. So this is true. This is, true. this is true. They also like don't feel bad snapping pictures of fourteen-year-olds making out with each other. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh. that feels like child pornography. One hundred percent. You're like what? red flag, red flag, red flag. <laughs> <laughs> Title of that should be red flag because mm-hmm. I think this whole thing Love is that. just a red flag, but that's fine. Um, I don't know how we got to Gossip Girl. Neither. Uh, uh, me either. Reboot. Oh, sorry, okay, of... Yeah, of course that makes sense. See, it all makes well, sense, reboot. guys. Hi, Carly. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> what okay, was I have one thing? more thing to discuss. Well, can discuss. We can discuss the third thing another time. Okay. But one more. Jennifer Aniston and David Schwimmer dating rumors. Um, they said they won't. Shut up. <clears throat> when? Yeah, Literally, I know. They right. That was my reaction. And my reaction was bullshit. I mean, yeah, it's true. It probably I... feels unlikely, but mm. the did you watch Friends, Lorenzo? Oh, did I watch Friends? Actually, no. True story. So I had never actually watched. <laughs> I had never watched all of it. Yeah. Yeah. Until COVID lockdown last ah. year, I literally I, I was committed, and I watched every single episode. Yeah. Did the whole thing. Cried, laughed, did more crying. <laughs> I don't know. We are talking about, like, will they or won't they relationships just then. And I was like, well, you want to yeah. talk about Ross and Rachel? Damn. This is true. Yeah. You got me there. And now, coming for my gig. And now we're talking yeah. about potentially real-life rumours, and that just makes my heart yeah. a bit squishy. <laughs> well, did you watch the reunion? Mm-hmm. Did, in the, I didn't watch it because I couldn't sit through it. But didn't the um, <laughs> <laughs> didn't they say that they, like, low-key were in love with each other on set? It. Yeah, like it kind of got brought up, but I don't remember what, like, what kind of context and what direction it went in. Like, that's kind of to me. That's when like the mm. rumors kind of like popped up that they oh. like might be together. Reigniting the spark. They might not be. Yeah. yeah. yeah okay. Well, someone, some source came out this week and said that like them meeting again at the reunion kind of like sparked a new romance, and they've been like hanging Ooh. out and stuff. So. I mean, I who knows? but she's so, like, she's a 20 on a 1 to 10 scale of hotness. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, David Trimmer's not that. But, but I feel like, here's, here's me. You know how you were talking about, like, separation from, like, the art and the artist? I'm like, yeah. to me, I just I, I just see David Trimmer. I see two things. I see Ross <laughs> yeah. or or I see Melman from Madagascar. Yes! <laughs> and, I, like, yes! and I can't. I yeah. can't like, I can't distinguish the two. Like, yeah. and then and then because let's be real, as a character, how different is Ross from Melman? Like, they're quite 
They're the same. There's, there's, there's similarities <laughs> These there. pictures are so, the same. <laughs> yeah. So to me, I just feel like I just feel like David Schwimmer is Ross slash Melman always and forever. So the fact that, like, he might get a 20, like Jennifer, Jennifer Aniston in real life, I'm like, that melts my heart and like good for him because I, I feel like he's so cute <laughs> you're he so could, cute <laughs> he, he could be he could be not cute he could be I don't know what he's like in real life but um, I mean I'm just you're right you're right I'm wrong but I will say that Ross <laughs> is one of the worst characters in tv history hey hey I'll have to disagree with you there why? Just, Someone who's divorced wow. four times can't be a good oh, character. No, true, true. <laughs> that that is a bit of a character flaw. <laughs> um, no, I think the only reason is because you know how like you just have these conversations. I know I do it with my friends down here. We'll watch something, and particularly because I live with two other girls. So anytime there's like a trio, we're like, "Oh my god, I'd be this one. You'd be mm-hmm. that one. You'd be that one." Like mm-hmm. friends, we watch it and everyone would be like you're ross and i'd be like okay sure it's an insult to your character you are not a ross but... <laughs> you're not a ross <laughs> that is a hill i, I will like die I have... on i feel like i have I ross personally... tendencies but not through and through <laughs> that's title of yeah, f is I... ross tendencies <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember a lot of the good parts of Ross's character. I'm not going to lie. Basically, the only thing that ever stands out to me is his, like, anger issues. And so I'm sure he has a lot of, like, nice redeeming qualities, but I don't ever remember any of them. Yeah. <laughs> I'll never yeah. forgive him for how he treated, um, was it Charlie? Aisha Tyler's character. Which one's that? The, the other paleontologist know. who, um, oh. who went on to Barbados with them. Mm-hmm. I'll never forgive him for that specifically. I don't, I don't feel like I remember that. I know, but he was just—he just look. It's rape. It was just Rachel. It was always going to be Rachel. They just had to figure. I mean, it out. I agree. Like, obviously, I want them. They're like a great. Uh, I don't like. Yes, I I I ship Rachel and Ross. Monica and Chandler were way better. Oh, that's true. <laughs> But wait, I want to go back to your friends calling you a Ross, because I don't think you are a Ross. Ross tendencies, yeah. maybe, sure. I'm sure everyone has Ross tendencies. Mm. But, like, I feel like you're a good mix of, like... You're a good mix of Chandler and Phoebe. Love. Which is a mix that you would think would work. No, absolutely, yeah. But instead you've got, like, the loving, like wholesome personality of phoebe with some of like the dry humor of chandler and yeah. like you know what i mean mm-hmm. i don't yes. know i get just I'll the take... vibes you know i'll take it i'll take it i don't know you that well so i'll just nod along <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think maddie is maddie is a what are you that's a deep question what are you <laughs> it is existential I think you're a, mm. oh no. Well, I know that I'm like a Monica. Mm-hmm. So. That's true. I'm a Monica and a Chandler. I was a, a bit of a Joey. You, you just like, you're so What's just it like, like being an absolute idiot? Stupid. You know? <laughs> there's like, there's a significant part well, of Joey's personality Well, if you're going to call me stupid, at least call me a Phoebe, but... not a Joey. Fuck. Hey, again. Joey's Joey's a himbo. Joey's oh no, I love Joey. But I'm never gonna. I'm never gonna relate to Joey. 
Mm. You don't need Whereas to I'm to always going to relate like to Phoebe. Wow. It's true. You're actually probably a bit more like a Phoebe than a Joey. I think I'm a Phoebe right. Monica Chandler. <laughs> you're an everybody. <laughs> I'm an everybody. You just say, you just say all, of, all of them. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm also like a bit of a Ross and a bit of a, bit of a Rachel too. You Rachel. Know? Just not a Joey. <laughs> just not a Joey. <laughs> um, do you watch Sex in the City though? Have you watched Sex in the City? That's one thing. Yeah, I haven't at all. It's not on my radar. It holds up pretty well. I'm watching it for the first time at the moment and it holds up Mm. pretty well. But then like every person I meet or every person I talk to, I can't help but assign them to the classic Sex in the City spectrum, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. (laughs) Neither of you have seen it, so I won't do it. No, you're fine. (laughs) I just find it so funny that that's something that people do. Like you watch something and then people around you, you're like, oh, I feel like you're like, this character yeah. you would be this you would be that like we just always like play those games yeah it's weird it's like you know, yeah the, the um Buzzfeed i think wizards. for me it's part of remembering mm. like names and shit mm-hmm. like in house bunny with the um to remember the name she's like maddie it's iconic <laughs> i love Harris that movie it's an icon yeah anyway yeah. Uh, Maddie, okay. what was the other well, thing you wanted to talk about? Did you not have anything else? Oh, I did have a third thing, but it's kind of deep and heavy. Okay, and well, it's world news, not really pop culture news. Let's not do that. Let's actually ask our guest <laughs> the guest questions. <laughs> See, let's, this is why I... Okay. <laughs> not go deep. We're not going deep. No. <laughs> well... Unacceptable. I was going to say, this is why we shouldn't do the culture moments when we have guests, because we end up talking about it for bullshit long. I'm not going to lie. That's I didn't true. think I would have, I kind of didn't think I would have anything to contribute. So I'm kind of like proud of myself. For... I can't believe you underestimate yourself. I feel like you were one of the people in high That's school true. who actually like watched stuff and had opinions on stuff like I did. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Also, who doesn't love to just spout bullshit about things that you shouldn't spout bullshit about? That's like, true. It's... Perfect. The like regular Correct. disclaimer of we have no right to have these opinions, but yes, here we are. Anyway, <laughs> you know. Yes. <laughs> okay. Oof. Um, Maddie, yeah. I'm not even gonna let you ask the question this week Aww. because okay. you fuck it up every time. Okay. You Ouch. can actually ask the question. I need to give the story behind it, the drama, the plot. Okay. 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 So, Lorinda. Okay. Yes. Imagine a world where aliens have invaded, okay? Mm. You follow? (laughs) They can look like whatever you want them to look like. They can be green. They can be, what's that, Mika song? They can be brown, they can be violet sky. I was about to say that. Yeah, okay, so these aliens come, and they are evil. Hmm. Okay. Boo, sad, (laughs) rip to all the people. Um, And basically, they say, this is our agenda. Our agenda is culture, pop culture, okay? And they say- Every human on Earth, on this planet, you must tell us a television show, a song slash album, a book, a movie, and a cultural moment that shaped you into the person you are today that had an impact on your life that was so iconic. You said, I'm going to quote this every day for the rest of my life. I'm going to shape my personality on this. (laughs) And if you can't tell us all five, you will die. Um, and like this... the aliens will kill me yeah. if I don't answer. Yeah. Okay. They have they have laser but... rays that 
kill everyone who doesn't answer or can only answer some. Yeah. And that is okay. You cannot answer all of them. You just mm-hmm. must die. Um, okay. <laughs> so then it half... Seems, it seems fair. It seems fair. fair. Seems yeah. Fair. <laughs> it's totally balanced. Um, then half the planet dies. Hmm. Sad. What? Why? Wait, oh, wait. With you. Does half the planet die if I fail to answer the questions or regardless, whether I answer them or not? Oh, regardless. It's a person-by-person basis. It's like a... If they can't so answer, like... they die. Right. Right. The aliens okay. are asking so, everyone so you're... statistically. Maybe, I, although I can. Won't answer. Maybe these aliens can say, Lorinda, if you can't answer them all, everyone dies. Okay. For everyone you don't answer, a billion you. people die. <laughs> <laughs> you know? You're like, <laughs> fucking, you're like, forget COVID. This is yeah. where people yeah. die. <laughs> yeah. Well, the, one, the, the other times I let Maddie try and give the backstory, the plot. She was like, so a what? virus takes over the world. And I'm like, that's too much. <laughs> too real, too real. <laughs> I try and go up in the new scenario every week, whereas Nick's just like, we're going with the same one. Who doesn't love aliens? <laughs> Look, uh, uh, it's very difficult to come up with new concepts every time. And so oh, it's yeah. not my fault that I immediately defaulted to virus. <laughs> yeah, you're good. <laughs> um, no, but for realties, no pressure if you don't have an answer for any of yeah. them. Um, yeah. kind of thing. It's not die. that deep. It's just stupid. So, Maddie, now you can ask the very first one. Um, What comes first? Do I have to go in order? Yes. Movie. No, it's not. Oh, what is it? It's a TV show. (laughs) Lorinda, what TV show shaped you? What's something that you watched that made you go? At some point in your life. This is is impacted me. When you Mm -hmm. said, I felt that. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Yeah, I felt that. Yeah. What do you reckon? RuPaul's Drag Race. That's cool. <gasps> okay. Well, you just came in and you said, Nick, <laughs> I'm going to snatch your wig. I'm going to slap you across the face and I'm going to call you my bitch because you have me shook. Yeah. What a 100%. great answer. I, like, it sounds interesting to say because obviously I am not a gay man. Well... <laughs> aspiring yet. <laughs> yet maybe i was in maybe a past I was life in a, in a mm. past life yeah because i tell you what mama Roo, that show hits me differently um yeah Tea. it's like that. it's really like it's funny like because it's like i am again i only started watching it last year but to say that i have watched how many there's been 13 american mm-hmm. seasons two uk mm-hmm. uh, we're, we're currently on all stars six like i have watched it all yeah that's a commitment yeah that is a commitment i love that for you but it has (laughs) it actually kind of has like in a way shaped Mm -hmm. just like my life and it inspires me like because i find like i really like drag yeah like i love drag like i love drag queens i think they are really amazing um creatives and artists and storytellers so like i'm Mm -hmm. just obsessed with like the design challenges and how they come out and like make these gowns from like pool noodles and they look yeah. fucking yeah. amazing and the way they paint their faces and then obviously like I'm a dancer so when there's a dance challenge I'm like woohoo because I like know <laughs> like I like I know of the choreographers that like are working with them and, yeah like, so it's like like watching watching the um Australian Down Under let's talk about how that wasn't the cutest season but we'll move away from that but well, we can talk about that in a sec yeah 
watching <laughs> watching like um watching like the dance challenges and like the guy that came on and like did that for them I was like mm-hmm. oh I've actually take, taken class from him so it's kind of like quite personalized and like cool. sorts like new like had taken nice. class from like the backup dancers that were dancing behind Amazing. like uh, Simone so cool. and whatever and I was just like mm-hmm. that's really cool um so yeah just like drag and like just Rue like I mm-hmm. like his music his music Iconic. again just <laughs> Iconic. yeah I just like it like like it's silly but it's fun and like and I just I know it's cheesy and I know it's corny but like there's just something nice about at the end of every every episode when he's like if you can't love yourself how the hell are you gonna love somebody else can I get an amen up in here and I'm sitting on my couch I'm like amen (laughs) (laughs) yeah I don't know it's it's certainly had like the biggest impact on my like yeah I don't know yeah outlook and like how I view others and like how I like see myself and like confidence I feel like they're talking about confidence a lot in that show and like yeah and I just I just like learning about people so I feel like it's a nice like wholesome show it's like a good it's like a good combination of like wholesome moments and then they're like back to like talking trash and like bitching about each other and being really catty and then I'm like it's just very balanced (laughs) yeah that's my favorite part too is the absolute like whiplash balance between yeah the wholesome moments and the shade and the yeah 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 like there can be an episode where like I'm pissing myself with laughter and then you flash forward to like someone could be going home sharing about their stories and I'm crying yeah like (laughs) like like hearing like just hearing about their battles and what they go through like yeah with being gay and like with this and with that and I'm just like fuck like yeah I just find it really inspiring so I would I say RuPaul's Drag Race for the win. That is a, a great answer. fantastic answer. I'm Definitely. with you. Not to be all hipster, but I've been watching since season six ended. Yeah. And like you, it was like a big thing in my life because it was like, I think back before I even was out of the closet and stuff, it was like my little getaway into the world of queerness. But yeah. like celebrated that kind of thing and was like mm-hmm. the most generic thing about like the fans of the show that or like the people on the show they're like you know it's queerness it's about like being who you are and i'm like but it's true like it's generic but it's true it's wholesome mm-hmm. you know it was very revolutionary for its time when it first came out i mean it still is to some extent but particularly oh, when yeah. it first came out mm. i agree and it's been fascinating to watch it kind of uh take evolve. off and evolve mm. into the phenomenon that it is today because mm. it is mm. huge it is it really is which we love yep um okay i have so many questions right now i need to try and yeah. make, get them under control <laughs> okay my first question is would you ever do drag would you do would you be a faux queen or would you be a drag king yeah like which if one opportunity... both I don't yeah. know. Like if the op- yeah, I don't mind. Like if the opportunity presented itself. Like I've spoken to this like with my friends um mm. down here down here who watch it and like one of my friends in particular, he was like, You should let me like do your makeup one day and we'll like go and do it. And I was like, Yeah, Fuck yeah. So Can like, you I imagine? Don't know, I, you would be I iconic with a dance. A lip sync for your life, you would matter. Yeah. I probably wouldn't do it. I probably can't see myself doing it like professionally as a thing, but I would definitely yeah. do it yeah. for fun. I would yeah. love to, um, I would really like to choreograph for drag queens and like work for drag queens. This is so a like, petition for you to 
be the choreographer in Drag Race Down Under season two. Yeah, boom. Boom. That's what I want. <laughs> oh, if I met, if I even saw, forget meeting RuPaul, if I even saw him in real life, I think I'd faint. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's like really I'm, wholesome. Oh, I'm it obsessed. Is. I'm 100% obsessed. Like, it's it's real. The love is real. I love you. Maddie, did you have any questions about it? Not really, because I get it. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. It's like some, yeah, yeah. Um, well, then my, uh, my next question has to be, tell us your thoughts and opinions on Drag Race Down Under, because we had many, and we've already voiced them all on this pod so i'm very very open ears to hear yours um i was very i was i was just so excited yeah when it be- when it began like i was like this is really cool like yeah. I, I, again like kind of like i'm down here in sydney so it was like oh my god like i i know a friend of a friend who knows this person and they went to full time with this queen and like it felt very like connected and like it I was really excited to watch it and like I I don't know it kind of just felt like it was it never really went anywhere like it kind of it kind of just felt like the same sort of like yeah stagnant like it got a bit stuck in parts like to be honest with you I can't even really remember like what happened throughout most of the season yeah whereas like I can tell you about past seasons of the US or like UK and like, that's nothing to say. That's just weird. Cause it's nothing to say. Yeah. Like I'm not saying that the drag culture in Australia is not amazing because it is, it is. but I just think it, it wasn't showcased very well. Uh, yeah. And like, and like yeah. it didn't, it didn't paint Australians in a very good light. Like it was kind of very, um, it did more for Kiwi Queens than it did for Australian ones. Which is fine. Like I and I yeah. love I love Kidamine. Like I was so happy that she won. Um, Same. Because because I I reckon she was like one of the one of the best on there. But it just yeah the way the way like the Australian queens like acted and behaved it was just a bit like like I know we're a bit crude as like a nation and like we have yeah. like Aussie humor we have Aussie humor but I was just like fuck like that's some vulgar shit right there. <laughs> Yeah. And it made me feel made me feel a little bit uncomfortable. I was like, whoa. Yeah. Um I I kind of think it got less like that as the season went on. Yeah. Like, mm. do you reckon that there was like an element of it where the queens thought that they had to put on that Australian stereotype for the international probably. audiences and stuff? Probably probably to differentiate like... it from other countries as told to as well. Well that's true yeah. too. One hundred percent, one hundred percent. I reckon that probably would have had something to do with it. And even mm. just talking in like, and I, I, like, I know, I, I knew it wasn't going to be the exact same because obviously like we're not the U S and we're not UK, but like yeah. it just in terms of production as well, it felt, it felt rushed. Do you it know the rushed. tea behind the scenes? Like I read conspiracy theories that like Rue probably wasn't even there. And like, Oh my God just like all this bullshit and i was like i don't want to believe it but like no tea okay yeah. well did you know that because... the season was meant to film in sydney kind of yeah okay and then literally like a couple weeks before they were meant to film it when in, you guys went into lockdown again yeah and they had to move to new zealand yeah so they had to work with smaller crews smaller mm. stages smaller um workroom that was all thrown yeah. together literally in a couple weeks. 
Yeah. And then I, I have to assume the challenges also kind of had to uh, change a lot based on mm-hmm. the the move, the move from Sydney to New Zealand. Yep. Because it all felt so rushed, yep. honestly, rushed. Yeah. Even the editing and stuff, like the lighting and the editing. Yeah, the like, lighting was so bad. Oh, my God. Literally, mm-hmm. they shot it, halfway through January and it came out the 1st of May. That's too yeah. fast to turn around. <laughs> yeah. It almost yeah. kind of felt like, because I know, Nick, you said you started watching from season six of US, but it almost felt like like watching season one of Down Under almost felt like going back to like season one, season two yeah. of like the US when like they yeah, were yeah, still yeah. kind of like trying to figure out what they had and like how to capture it. Whereas the like, vibes it definitely the, did yeah. feel like yeah. that. they didn't really know what they were doing. Yeah. Which yeah. is funny because as you say, it's literally the same yeah yeah like yeah which is just like and like all all i can kind of hope i guess is like if we were to go around again for another season is that it's better i think they've confirmed there's another season mm. coming which Mm. i agree i mean well honestly if you look at the um step up in quality from season one to two of uk Mm -hmm. it's pretty i i loved season one of uk Mm. i thought it was iconic um yeah but like, you look at the two, and it's like, okay, well, season two is objectively a lot better. Yeah. But um, I I I I have hope. I think that they've learnt uh, their lessons with season one of Drag Race Down Under, mm-hmm. and I I truly think that it will just get better. You know. Yeah, I agree. I'm I holding also, out. Yeah, no, you go. Well, I was gonna say that I know that um. Also, the fact that two of the judges were American and we only had one um, local judge. <laughs> and because of COVID, all of the planned Australian guest judges obviously couldn't be there, so it didn't have that perspective. Yeah, that was fucking weird. <laughs> so I think it was kind of a mix of things, but... Mm. And we haven't even yeah. mentioned the Scarlet Adams of it all, but... Oh, my goodness. Yes. That was, <laughs> oh my god, yeah, that was interesting. It was interesting. Yeah. Mm. Okay, one That's last quick question before we move on because yeah, we have to move on. But um, mm-hmm. All Stars Six, who are you rooting for? Mm. <laughs> Honestly, I like them all. I know that. Yes. Weird. And then such... I know that's, that's not weird. weird. Oh. The fa- the past um. like three. <laughs> Uh, the last couple years, every mm. season of Drag Race and Drag Race of All Stars and UK and stuff, I, like the top like five, I would have wanted any of them to win, and I would have been stoked. Yeah, I just kind of love all of the queens now. <laughs> yeah, I have a soft spot for Trinity, Trinity K Bonet, TKB. Same. Yep. And Raja. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I just cannot believe it because Raja on season 11, I think that was her season, hated her guts. Yeah, 11, 10, 11. Yeah, I did too. She was, she was so mean. She was so mean. And then the second she walked in this season, I was like, I'm on this ride. I'm down for this. Like, And that's kind of also why like RuPaul's Drag Race is a great show because when they come back for All Stars, holy shit, have they elevated their drag. Not just their drag, but their personality. Like she's a completely different human being. Yeah. She literally just went like, bloop. And like flipped a new leaf and I was like, holy shit. Yeah. But yeah, that's I think that's kinda why like I'm rooting for her. But then obviously love Ginger, she's a of scream. Course. And Kylie's just a queen. Like Kylie's fucking iconic. 
Yeah. Um, I know that you're not, you haven't watched a lot of the seasons, Maddie, but Kylie Sonique Love uh, was on season two? Season two? Mm. So, oh, wow. so she hasn't been on Drag Race for 11 years. Yeah. Wow. And she came back and just blew everyone away, has been absolutely killing it, defying expectations. It's iconic, truly. Um, I love that. Yeah. I'm with you. I want Trinity or Raja to win. Mm. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. I love it. Um, mm-hmm. It always makes me feel bad when... Who did you want to win from season 13? Season 13? Um, honestly, same thing. Like, I didn't really same. mind. Yeah. Like, I was happy. I was happy that Simone won. Yeah. I was... I actually thought Got Mick was going to win. I did too. I would have been here for either of those two winning. Yeah, and but um, then also loved Rose. Like I was. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't mind. Didn't mind. They've all been pretty strong. Those past seasons have been crazy. So crazy. The um. I loved Rose, and I loved um. Oh God, what's her name? I, which which one? The other one in top four. Yeah. Candy Muse. Candy you Muse. Cannot get out. You cannot love Candy Muse. She wasn't going to win, but I grew to no. like her. At the uh, beginning of the season, uh, I was like, I'm not here. But then by the end, I was like, okay, I like you. I don't want you to win, nice. I like you. Which is not how I felt about all of them. She did not rub off on me, so that's nice that she was able to do that for you. <laughs> I love it. Um, Rosé kind of had too much Jan energy for me. Mm. Rachel Berry energy. Yeah. Which is fine. Yeah. Sorry, I yeah. know we're completely excluding you, Maddie, but um we'll move <laughs> on. I'm excluding myself. It's really your I fault. Watched it. Exactly. <laughs> She's only watched probably like five seasons in total. That's yeah. still good. At Across least you watched some of them. I love them. But Yeah. Um You just gotta watch the seasons that like matter. Exactly. Which is like season four really... on it. <laughs> that's so specific okay <laughs> yeah i mean the early seasons are really good too but season four yeah. is kind of when it changes into what it is today or so it i feel like i'd be interested to watch like season one just to like see it's also just funny to watch because like it's it's pretty bad the way yeah. it's filmed and like the filter <laughs> yeah they had like a five dollar yeah. budget and like no That's makeup so budget. Funny. RuPaul's makeup is whack. Yeah. Which I shouldn't say because I <laughs> couldn't do makeup if I tried. But you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, stunning. What's the next one? We've got, I'm sorry we talked about that for so long. Um, <laughs> the Reindeer. Yes. Give us a song or an album or a mm. music video. Give a song that impacted you so for example mine my song was leona lewis's bleeding love because (laughs) specifically her music video for it the international version of the music video was so dramatic and so ridiculous and so over the top that i was like i want to be a director i want to make shit like this this is iconic (laughs) Mm, mm, um mm. and for maddie it was one direction's first album because she's a One Direction oh, stand. I, I think it was actually just One Direction in general. <laughs> Can I tell you, I, I didn't listen to One Direction, like, when I was younger. Like, they, mm-hmm. like it was never really, like, my, my tea when I yeah. was in, like, 
primary school, whenever they were big. But like now, a couple of their songs come on and I'm like, it's actually Bang really on. good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm in the same boat as you. From their, from their later albums, they're like, they're, like the last album in particular is like really, really, really good. Like objectively yeah. good, yeah. yeah. yeah I was like clouded by the, yeah. by the popularity of it all. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I think I think... Yeah, I think I tried to think I was cool. And yeah. I was like, oh, I, I won't listen to One Direction. Like, yeah, they just never really were my, yeah. my theme. But now I'm like, they can get it. Get they got some it. good bangers. Yeah. <laughs> they do. It's true. So yeah. what is your answer if you have one? Uh, yeah, no, I've got them. I'm sitting here kind of thinking like, which one is like the one? I you mean, you can, you can tell us them all and we can help you whittle it down. Because mm, yes. I feel like um, there's two different... I feel like adding music videos in there is kind of like a really big step thing for me yeah. because mm. I really appreciate when music videos... As if they're an artist that can have dance as a part of their music video, mm -hmm. having having dancing in a music video just like takes yeah. something... It just takes it to a next level for me. Yeah. So yeah, I, I feel totally like... Agree. Yeah, I feel like I, there are so many that are coming out right now. So, like, my favourite um, choreographer in the States right now is Sean Bankhead. And he's choreographed, he choreographed Industry Baby, which was, was like, Lil Nas X and yes. Jack Harlow's new song. Which is so he choreographed iconic. That, that music video, which is so good. Whoa. So fucking good. The week before that, mm. Normani's Wild Side came out with Cardi B. Mm -hmm. He choreographed that as well. well. Wild. I, I, I learnt the dance break for that music video. That's how obsessed <laughs> I was with it. He did. And the third one that he's done, oh, sorry, he's done so many, but the other one that's quite mm -hmm. iconic and popular, he did Up, Cardi B's Up, like, months ago when that came out. Which is an underrated song. Oh, my God. It is a I love. I love that song so much. I know. It didn't didn't chart as much of it should have, TBH. But anyway. Yeah, yeah. Sorry for interrupting. So, like, no, you're fine. So, like, those are some pretty big ones that, like, I'm obsessed with. And, like, mm. I think the reason why I really like them is the dancing's, like, intense. Like, it's hard. It's full out. Like, they're not just standing in the background behind, like, the artist. Yeah. In Norman in Normani's, she's dancing full out with them because she can dance. Like, it's, yeah. really, it's really cool. So, they're, like, my current ones for, like, right now that are, like, having a pretty big, like, impact but like i also have this favorite band of all time they're called jungle and they're from the uk okay and they, they one song what do they do i have lots like, of you songs keep talking, sorry. yeah no you're good they um so basically like the reason why i like them so much is they don't feature in their music videos themselves the artists so they're, okay. they're like two djs they're two djs and they mm -hmm. kind of like have formed like a bit of like a collective with like other musicians and they're yeah. quite funky they're quite funky and the reason why I like their videos so much is they're not in them like they're not that's never yeah. been a part of that for them it's just dancers and it's been like that since that's the cool. beginning yeah and like the dance breaks are really cool and like the fashion in the videos is like astounding and like everybody looks so cool mm. and like is dancing full out and like yeah, it's just really, really funky and amazing. And it's kind of like on my bucket list to be in a jungle video of some sort because it's amazing. I so, think that will happen. Yeah, that's like, and that's pretty current for me. because like they, it. Yeah, and they brought out an album 
on Friday. So first album. Nice. No, it's their third studio album. It's really good. Um, I'm excited. Yeah, and then. And then, I mean, we can't really talk about music videos and not include Michael Jackson. So, yes, there's that. My my favorite, my favorite Michael Jackson song and music video. It's the same. It's You Rock My World. It goes for like quite a long time, the music video. But it's like it's like a whole scene. Like I I miss when music videos used to be like a story. Like they would they would be like a full like a full blown scene that would go for like 10 minutes and like you'd get this whole like storyline of like characters and like I really like like gangster movies and gangster films so like this one like it, it's got Chris Tucker in it it's Chris Tucker and Michael yeah. Jackson and they're and they're like these gangsters that are like hitting on this girl and then they're like at this bar and like shit goes down but then they just like do fucking phenomenal dance breaks in the middle and I'm like that's all I need in my True. life is yeah. just like <laughs> I'm like some guns shooting off and then we're all of a sudden like dancing in suits all together and like yeah it's just cool i love it that's so those yeah. are like i mean they're all great answers do you reckon the last one to True. really kind of do that type of music video where it was like oh i mean i was gonna say um bitch better have my money but there wasn't mm. really much dance in that was there i actually don't remember if i've seen the music video for bitch better have my money like i'm sure wow. i have wow. i'm Rihanna sure i have killing the guy who plays hannibal in hannibal it's iconic <laughs> it's iconic that's cool <laughs> that's cool um look they're real real really good answers to bh um was thank you there a music <laughs> video was it like a music video that like inspired you to want to be a dancer or was it what was it well, I mean, I was actually talking about this with a friend this morning. The only real reason I got into dance in the beginning when I was really mm. little, it was just because my older sister was doing it. Like, that was it. That's really that awesome. was literally That was literally <laughs> the only reason. Like, I was, I was like six years old and I used to see her go to dance class and I was like, fuck, I want to go to dance class. Put me in. And then I have just never stopped. Um, but That's really that's adorable. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if there was like a particular music video when I was little. Like I, I remember watching Thriller a lot when I was little and yeah. it used to scare the shit out. It used to scare me because he turned mm-hmm. into a werewolf. But like the dance sequence in like Thriller obviously is like very Surely nothing iconic. Yeah. Yeah. So I actually would go as close to say like I think the music videos when I was growing up that were coming out at the time, like not obviously out at the time, but that were like on my loop yeah. and like things that i would watch because of my parents my parents like michael jackson yeah um so yeah it would be like thriller and like bad and beat it and billy jean yes like they're like yeah. kind of the ones that like i remember but yeah. yeah i feel like those ones were kind of like whoa dancing's really cool i was like i want to dance and then you did and then i did <laughs> and here we are <laughs> and here we are bless i mean honestly it sounds like we're gonna lock in Michael Jackson mm. videos as your answer. Yes, yeah, that's true. Kind of just an iconic answer. Lock it in. I agree. I love that. <laughs> um, stunning. Should we have a quick, like, super quick rundown of the stuff we've watched in the past few weeks and do really I feel snap like we reviews? Briefly touched on this at the beginning. Did we? I'm not gonna lie. Briefly, <laughs> I think we discussed because we were talking about Gossip Girl. Gossip Girl. We can... Oh, that's true get into it a bit deeper if we would like to 
I watched three movies over the weekend. <laughs> okay. That's all I yes. want to talk about. <laughs> yeah. One of them was. What did you talk about? You okay? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, one of them was Infinite, the Mark Wahlberg one that just came out on Paramount+. Plus. Yeah, right. I haven't watched it. Obviously. Don't. One of the worst <laughs> movies I've ever seen. They called it Infinite because it fucking never ends. I wanted to die for three quarters of the film. It was so bad. It had Dylan O'Brien in it, and even that couldn't save it. Even oh. that couldn't save it. Okay, that's pretty bad. That's Also, you that know the chick bad. from the... Have you guys seen the first Kingsman movie? Yes. Yeah. You know the um Roxy the spy yeah. at the place that's then dating mm-hmm, him yeah. in season in the uh, sequel. She's yeah. in it and she's doing not to be dramatic but the worst American accent I've ever heard. <laughs> and she's like a fantastic actress. But that yeah. American accent was whack. <laughs> Truly one of the worst movies Is I've ever seen. Don't one... watch it. Is this the one where is this the soulmate one? No, it's about like incarnation. Oh. oh. But it's like an action movie, but there's also like barely any action. I don't know. Oh. It's bad. When when somebody gives a really bad review of something, it actually makes me want to watch it more than if someone yeah. gives a good review or something. <laughs> mm. This is fair. The other things yeah, I watched were Gunpowder Milkshake. Okay. Oh wait, I wanted to see that. Karen Gillan and Lena Headey and Angela <laughs> yeah. Bassett and Michelle Yao and Complete Queens. Carla Gugino from Spy Kids and the Haunting of Hill House. And <laughs> Con. Um, it was pretty good. It takes like forty minutes to even get to the start of the plot. Oof. But once it does, like it picks up. It's only two hours long, but not even that. But anyway, it was it was good. It was like John Wick light. Like, there wasn't as much action as I would have liked, but the action that was there was very good. Um, and yeah, it, okay. was, it was a fun movie and entertaining, so that was good. The other one I watched was Gosford Park from 2001. Have either of you watched it? No. No. I must make you watch it. It's called Gosford Park. It is a murder mystery from 2001, and it stars an it's an ensemble cast, okay? It's like a classic yeah. whodunit in a 1930s yeah. England in, like, a mansion. Mm. The patriarch is killed. But it only happens halfway through the movie. The first half of the movie is setting up these, this, like, really complex web of relationships. It's like Downton Abbey before Downton Abbey, actually written mm. by the guy who wrote Downton Abbey before that. You know what I mean. <laughs> um, but it's, like, everything. It is so good. Um, it has an ensemble cast of, like, 20 actors all of them are white. Mm. All of them are white. Classic. So, Classic 2001. I'm not going to lie. As much as I loved the film and it was camp and iconic and stupid and you get to see <laughs> the Maggie Smith call someone a flop. Ah! It's, a, it's so funny. Um, <laughs> I couldn't, I could not tell you any of their names except Mary because all of the men looked the exact same. <laughs> yeah. Which, no offense to those men, but yeah could not tell the difference but yeah it was so <laughs> stupid and so funny and so good and you guys should watch it wow. fabulous that's, okay that's all i watched whack yeah did you watch any movies maddie no i've Suck still balls. just been watching lucifer hey <gasps> i love lucifer 
<laughs> I just started Sorry season about four, it. which is when they got um, picked up by Netflix, and the difference Huge. in it's it's. I feel like I've got whiplash. It's crazy. <laughs> Not only does it actually finally have a long arc, like a long form story, it's so much darker and grittier as well. And while it's definitely better and like cleaner, mm. I episode three of Lucifer was 26 episodes long. And then the seasons before both had like 15 episodes or something. So I've watched mm. like 50 episodes of this show. And to now go into something that's completely different is a bit like, what the fuck am I watching right now? Like, it's better yeah. objectively, but I don't understand how they're, like, <laughs> correlated. <laughs> mm. But, yeah. do you Did you like it, Lorinda? Yeah, I mean, I'm not up to date currently. Like, I have, don't think I've watched – I don't think I've watched, like, the latest season. Um, but I've, I've just about it. to start again. Mm. No, I've, like, yeah. enjoyed it in the past. I just – I don't know. I think it's a cool concept for a show and I like his character. Like I like yeah, that he's same. like quite yeah. dark, but then like has like this comedy to it as well. But yeah, yeah I enjoy it. <laughs> yeah. Bless. Yeah. It's pretty fun. It definitely came into its own, like mm. particularly in season three, which is also then why it was so weird for it to go into like this. Cause season three was way, in my opinion, it was much better, like smoother than season one and two. And then for it to change so completely now it's like, but it was just... Like, it was just coming to understand itself. <laughs> yeah. Mm. yeah. Interesting. Mm. Anyway. So you didn't so that's all watch watched. Dawn of the Planet of the Apes no, and of War of the Planet of the Apes? It. I hate you. <laughs> this is to be honest, your I one week yesterday, warning. I was like, Ugh, maybe I should watch those. Nick did ask and I did promise I'd put an effort in. <laughs> and I didn't. <laughs> okay, well, Lorinda, have you been watching anything fun? Mm. Or bad? I... Actually, oh my god, bad. Not movies though. No, it doesn't just be weird. movies. It can be shows. Cause, just cause whatever you've been spending your time watching. Um, cooking with Paris. Are you <gasps> kidding me? I haven't watched it, but I'm so excited too. Same, yeah. Does it slap? <laughs> yeah. So the thing is, I don't really watch reality TV, or like I hadn't really like had an interest in it before. But yeah. and like I, but I think Paris Hilton is a genius for the way that mm -hmm. she has built this character and this enterprise and mm -hmm. she has marketed herself so well. And like the thing about the show, full disclaimer, you're not watching it to learn how to cook. <laughs> you, you are probably more skilled in the kitchen than Paris Hilton. It actually made That's me iconic. feel, it actually made me feel really good about myself <laughs> and like my, 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 so ability, my abilities in the kitchen and how I can actually tell utensils apart and I know how to use a blender and I know how to do this but <laughs> honestly it was hilarious I mean she paused the she, heartbeat she sorry you froze but you're back um no I was just saying I've never laughed so much at something and I would watch it in a heart like I would watch it again in a heartbeat and like that's so good yeah and just like the guests that she has on are equally hilarious and don't mm. know what they're doing either so it's kind of it's kind of just like watching people flail about a kitchen and like Amazing. make a meal to get make a meal together and like you just sit there you just sit there kind of like not believing what you're seeing you're like oh my god but that's why you laugh so much yeah. and like I particularly enjoy the episode with Saweetie because I love Saweetie so mm -hmm. that was just great and like Demi Lovato's on there yeah. was so good like 
yeah, I would really recommend watching Cooking with Paris. Um, I absolutely am. The like one clip it's, I've seen yeah. of it is her not knowing what tongs are. Yes, that's yeah, what with I Kim mean. Kardashian. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> have you okay, have you watched what? The Simple Life? No. <gasps> this is her this is the Paris Hilton and Nicole Richie show from like two thousand four or three. Bro, mm. you need to watch it. <laughs> it's cooking with Paris energy, but like even more crazy. <laughs> yeah. It's like they have such a good dynamic. It's so stupid. It's so fun. Mm, mm, Season one mm. is a masterpiece. I, I don't know if you have Amazon Prime Video, but I do. plus, okay, well, it's on there for free and episodes are only like 20 minutes and it's only like nine episodes long. So it's like the perfect <laughs> amount. What yeah. I'm saying. <laughs> All I need I'm you saying. to watch Simple Life and get back to me, okay? And I will Ew. say right now, Salty Wiener Burgers, iconic episode. <laughs> Just so you know. Okay. We can move on now. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> My obligatory The Simple Life advertisement. Okay. Paris Hilton sponsor us. <laughs> yeah, Paris Hilton really needs me to pump her up, you know, gas her up. Yeah, exactly. oh, yeah, she needs like she needs a little bit more following. She needs exactly. a little bit more help. Yeah. Um, yeah. Madster, do you have the next one? Uh, no, but I can just take an educated guess. Book. <laughs> Form that into a sentence. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. What about book? <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> what's, what's a book that changed your life? If you have one. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, reading, mm-hmm. funnily enough, we were never like the closest of friends, reading and I, books and I. <laughs> okay. Um, like, I would almost go even far as to say, like, a book that changed my life would if I thought about it hard enough it would probably be like a children's book of some sort yeah just because but I can't remember back that far but (laughs) with that goo goo gaga not fully formed sentences but with that (laughs) being said I have been reading in lockdown oh which has been that which has been you evolving as a person using your time wisely Mm -hmm. I've picked up I've picked up a new hobby some would say um yeah, and I actually read, like, yeah, because also, funnily enough, I'd never thought that I would be this sort of person, but I mm. enjoy reading, like, self-development, like, self-help yeah. books. Okay. Yeah. Which, yeah, which have kind of had, like, a pretty big impact. Um, And, like, I'm currently reading, I kind of read them in, like, opposite order. You guys okay. have probably heard of some of these books. So, like, the author is Eckhart Tolle, and he's, like, a spiritual teacher. Okay. He he wrote the mm-hmm. he wrote the power of now. It's okay. like a blue book. Yep. Yeah, it's like a blue book, and it says the power of now on it. Um, <laughs> That's so how book covers work. <laughs> I'm reading that one now. <laughs> I can't believe I just said that. I was like, it's called the power of now. The book says the power of now. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one you're reading right now. Yeah. Okay. But like the but the funny thing is, I feel like you're supposed to read that one first and then read this second one. So I actually read one that's called. <laughs> It's fine. It kind of like interchanges and makes sense. So I actually read like a new earth first, which is like mm. 
kind of kind of like something that would come after reading the power of now because he talks about right. stuff in the first book that kind of like okay. help helps you understand the second yeah. one a little bit more but basically the reason why i like it again didn't think i would be this person but i enjoy meditations mm -hmm. and i meditate almost okay. every day mm. wow. so yeah so the reading the books have kind of been a nice way to just like add in like a little bit more of like that self-awareness and like self-discovery and like mm -hmm. um yeah and like self-development side of things and just yeah. like reading of reading about like raising your consciousness and your awareness and that sort of stuff so kind of like really spiritual yeah. with my books but on the flip side <laughs> I, I read I actually finished reading Midnight Sun which is the first Twilight book <laughs> Stunning. Told from, told from Edward's perspective, Stunning. and I loved it <laughs> yeah. so much. Did okay, you? Maddie, you've read the Midnight Sun, haven't you? No, I haven't been able to finish it. <laughs> Does it slap though? Yeah. I, love it. I, I love it. I don't know why I love it so much, but I do. Have you read the actual Twilight books? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, okay. So I think that I, I think. No, you go, Maddie. You go. Oh, I was just going to say, I think personally, my biggest issue with it personally was um, actually nothing to do with the book. It was that I read Twilight directly before. Like, I'd read it before, obviously, but I read it, like, literally the week before Midnight Sun came out because I was like, I'm going to read these back to back and I want to I wanna yeah. get the whole experience. Cool. And then Midnight Sun, at least the part that I've read of it so far, even though it's, like, three times as big – is literally like word for word, scene for scene, exactly the same as Twilight. And I got really bored. I was like, I, I just mm. read this book. That's fair. <laughs> yeah. True. That, that, that was my experience personally. Mm. Yeah. See, I didn't, I didn't, um, so I hadn't read like the Twilight books or anything like that since I was like in high school. Mm. So I hadn't mm. read, I hadn't read them in such a long time. So for me, it was kind of just like a re- like establishing and like rediscovering and like getting yeah. acquainted getting acquainted with like the book and the characters again and like yeah i don't know and like even watching the films like guys i know they're trash but i fucking love them come on I this is love uh, this entire podcast is a twilight stan account okay okay Literally. good okay good i feel <laughs> i feel renaissance all the way good i feel accepted <laughs> because even like watching like I, like i know they're a bit like cringy especially the first one to get mm -hmm. through but I just, I don't know, it has a special place in my heart. So watching Midnight, I mean, reading Midnight Sun, sorry, I was just like, I'm loving this. And I think it's because I like Edward as a character more than Bella. Like, come on. Yeah. He's just a little yeah. bit more. Interesting. He's just more complex and interesting and like can yeah. read people's thoughts and like. Yeah. Yeah. Book one Bella so I... was a whole nother thing. Book, book one Bella mm. was too much for me. <laughs> so I can understand why liking Bit Midnight really Sun might mean. be um, yeah. Yeah. a better experience for me. But yes, I mean, honestly, mm. you know what I find interesting about this whole answer is mm. when most people aren't really reading people and then they become reading people, they don't usually dive into like nonfiction books. It's mm. true. I find that I love that journey for you. <laughs> mm. I think that's iconic. Thanks. And also, honestly, I love self-help books too, so. Mm. I actually, there was a stage where, like, nonfiction to me just felt like a little bit, I don't know, it felt easier to read, like, better to read for some reason. Like, 
but now reading reading midnight sun like i'm kind of back on like fiction bandwagon and like like reading fantasy novels and stuff like that at the moment because i've i've started another book so i'm kind of reading two books at the same time it's a bit of a bitch do you want to see how many books i'm reading (laughs) you 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 talk about what you're reading the book another book you're reading and i'll try and get all of them um no just the other one it's called i don't even know what it's called which is terrible it's called <laughs> A Court of Thorn and Roses. It's like a new, it's like oh, another. Yeah. Sarah Jane yeah. Mass? I've heard of these. Yeah. Are yeah. they good? Yeah. Apparently they've got, they're kind of sexy. <laughs> they are sexy. Can vouch for that. They're massive on TikTok. That series is like, oh. like held up as a fantastic, like, sex. Like, yeah. it's like a, the pinnacle of like fantasy with actual like sex in there. Yeah, yeah, for, yeah. Like young it's, adult. Um, Mm. yeah so I'm reading that's just the first one and I'm kind of like halfway through it but I'm liking it so far um but apparently it gets even more like because my my roommate has my roommate has read like all of them like she's up to date with like how she's writing them it's crazy Mm -hmm. um and she was just saying that apparently it gets like even more saucy and like even more like sex scenes and like it gets really like full on and i'm like okay like here for it it's 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 already it's already a little bit like oh when you read it so yeah looking forward to that looking forward to that journey for me same okay these are all of the physical ones i'm reading and it's actually not all of the physical ones i'm reading (laughs) i'm reading those four i'm reading those four which is The Love Interest by Kale Dietrich, uh, the third in the Carry On series by Rainbow Rowell, The Last House on Needless Street, which I don't think I'm going to finish because it kind of sucks. Um, <laughs> and this one because the TV show comes out soon. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then on top of that, I'm also reading Nine Perfect Strangers and the f- oh! second book in the Soulbound series. Nine Perfect Strangers, banger of a book. It's like hard to is put that down. Because- Sammy recommended it the other week. It is. That's funny <laughs> that you're so cute. <laughs> um, and then I'm also reading, rereading the Captive Prince series by C.S. Pacat because she has a new book coming out soon. And this is so much. This is because I, I hate finishing things. So I figure if I read 10 books at once, it goes slow enough <laughs> that I won't feel sad if one of them ends. Huh. I see. I, I see. have issues. Okay, you do. I have issues. You really do. Don't agree, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I know the truth. I can't not agree. Although I also, <laughs> I just finished, actually finished a book. Imagine that. And that's only because the sequel comes out in like a month. Um, <laughs> Axioms End by Lindsay Ellis, which is like a sci-fi first contact with aliens conspiracy book. And it slaps. It's really, really good. So, yeah, I got and our town would recommend stunning let's um let's move on i guess to a film or film series that uh mm. that you that really 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 just took you in a chokehold um kind of hard yeah because yeah do you want to like hear ours know... yes please okay might inspire it might inspire some Mine, mine is the Hunger Games Catching Fire movie. Because mm. I think that is a good movie. The pinnacle of book adaptations, 
and also the pinnacle of mm. Jennifer Lawrence and um, Josh Hutcherson being sexy, and also just like a pretty <laughs> movie to look at. Uh, what was mm. yours, Maddie? I don't remember. Let I'm me, trying to think. I, I'm, I'm sure I remember. Was it was it a, was it Marvel? I don't think it was. Maybe it was. I don't think it was. Fuck. I can pull it up. Let me pull it up. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, I can't. Wow, it couldn't have had that much of an impact on you if you can't remember. <laughs> wow, my mind is completely blanking right now. That's really embarrassing. For I you. couldn't even come up with the general answer. I'm like, what's another answer? I think it was the first Avengers movie. Oh, uh, it was. It was the first Avengers movie. Wow. Oof, okay. Yep. Mm. Can't believe I just came up with the same answer. <laughs> it really, it really impacted me. <laughs> so I don't know if that helped you at all, Lorinda, but um, it kind of did. Any yeah. Ideas? Um. Again, kind of like depends on the impact. Like if we're talking like early years um, versus yeah, like yeah. A, a a movie that I have recently rediscovered, which has mm-hmm. like just kind of like look, I wouldn't say changed my life, but like it kind of gets me every time. And yeah. I, we're talking, yeah. we're talking, we're talking like more on the emotional side. Like it tugs at the heartstrings. Yeah. <laughs> Brother Bear. <gasps> Oh, that's a really good yeah. answer. It's um, that's a really good answer. <laughs> yeah. So long story short, again, going back to like meditations and that, and how that's kind of become like part of my dance practices and whatever. Mm-hmm. I was with one of my one of my teachers, and we were going through a class, and we did like a meditation which um, revealed to us an animal totem. So think very much like okay. Brother Bear. What happens in the start yeah, of yeah. the film? Yeah. And what came to me in my meditation was a bear. And ever since then, ever since then, I've kind of, it kind of just made me be like, oh, how cute. Maybe I want to watch Brother Bear. So I watched it, bawled Mm -hmm. my eyes out. Yeah. Like just Mm -hmm. because it's, I don't know. It's it's beautiful. Yeah. There's lots of like lovely messages about just like, yeah, like unconditional love and like that story of like, yeah, like Coda and Kenai and how they go through like this like thing of like forgiveness and like brotherhood and like connection and. Yeah, I don't know. It just like hit me differently the second time watching it because I used to watch it quite a bit when I was younger because it was mm. my brother's favorite yeah. movie. Um, so yeah, maybe that had maybe dark tastes. Yeah, maybe that I, had something yeah. to do with it as well. I love but that movie just... so much, but I have yeah. I like have to prep for months before watching it because I yeah. it's too, yeah. too much emotion. It's a lot. Yeah, it starts off heavy it. and like doesn't stop. Yeah, <laughs> I even I even watched it again recently, just like here in lockdown because I was I. Mm. dumb decision i was having trouble sleeping so i was like oh put on a i'll put on a movie put on brother bear while we're in lockdown so i'm just sitting here watching it sobbing in my bed spiraling yeah yeah literally spiraling down the existential crisis route but i honestly think i just think because i yeah i don't know i consider myself to be a pretty loving person so i feel like that film just has like a pretty big like impact on like that's what it mainly talks about is like love and yeah, yeah. bears are my favorite yeah. bears are my favorite animal now it's so weird it's just like so i guess you could say like in some twisted way brother bear has become like yeah it's one of my favorite movies i love that I love it. yeah that's a great that's a great answer it's a really good answer i like it and also a great movie yeah. so 
win win. And also a great movie. Love it. Great oh, soundtrack. Phil Collins just oh. doesn't know when to quit. <laughs> no. The soundtrack hits me like on my on my way yeah. is on, it, it's literally on like my mood lifting playlist like if i play that in the morning yeah. it's gonna be a good fucking day it doesn't matter what happens <laughs> i'm like i like put it on and i'm like marching around my apartment like pretending i'm on a mammoth i'm like Woo! So, yeah. amazing i love that for you <laughs> yeah brother bear honestly that's the one that's the one yeah it's also just like an unbelievably pretty film to look at as well it's true yep like the Northern Lights. That's true. Yeah, exactly. Well. And also yeah. the forests always get me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I love it. Muchly. Yeah. I love that too. Um, but I, cry- I see there's so Which many Disney is. movies that I just can't watch because they make me cry too much. That's yeah. Why Sometimes it's a good thing to watch them because then you have a release. Like yeah, it's important. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Unfortunately. Like it's a thing. But mm. I see... I'm a crier when it comes to TV shows more than movies. Mm. I don't know why. Yeah. Yeah. I actually just watched one of the episodes of Lucifer that I just watched it during the week. If you tell me you cried one watching Lucifer, the... I'm going to slap uh, you. Fuck. I sobbed like a baby. One of the one of the characters died, mm. which was like the first kind of like real death. Um, and I don't – just the way that they like shot the scene, um, just like – real like she died it was really abruptly she got shot so it like it was very abrupt kind of death Mm. i actually knew it was coming i had a spoiler so i was like oh i know it's happening right now but just the way they shot and wrote the scene just like fucking um um her name was uh charlotte richards she was like in season two she yeah um was like the host of lucifer's mum, a goddess the goddess of all creation i follow um but then after lucifer's mum, like went to a different universe um it was just like charlotte and her just a normal person right um and she was kind of like trying to grapple because she didn't remember obviously all of the months yeah so she was just kind of like trying to grapple with that came into their lives by the end of the season she un- she knew all about lucifer the truth and all that type of stuff and then like, oh, and then she died it was really sad <laughs> um the last thing i the last show slash movie i cried in was Nine One One lone star there season two episode nine i think no spoilers no spoilers but bitch maddie i i i do need to warn you if you're not like emotionally prepared for how heavy does someone die it's kind of a spoiler to say no but no okay but it's just like a really (laughs) moving couple of oh my god actually no bitch that fucking the second half of the season does not let up it like grabs you by the throat and grabs you by the pussy and it just clutch (laughs) no it's not it's not the cancer stuff no okay cool yeah but it's really fucking heavy like heavier than i think any of the stuff on 911 wow um if if you haven't watched it lorinda i have 911 is banger it's Mm. drama it's great (laughs) it's drama but also every episode has like three batshit crazy um emergency calls and they're just stupid yeah. and it's everything it's so fast-paced <laughs> it's, really good. it's so good start with it's the original so 911 it's fucking crazy because <laughs> 911 lone star yeah. season two oh, oh, oh. like episodes like nine to 14 which is the second half of the season mm. i was outie <laughs> 
I was a mess. <laughs> okay, all right. We got one more. The last. Wait, one more thing. The last time I sobbed, watching something. Yes. Yes. Was season three of Glee. And season two of Glee. Which I've watched for three yeah. times now. You're like, you're like, and season one of Gilly. Just all. One, yeah, and yeah. <laughs> Have you watched Glee, Lorinda? Guys, I actually haven't, and I know that. Neither has like Maddie. It's okay. Either. No, yeah. It's fine. yeah. But I, I think would... I, I feel like I would enjoy it. You I would. Just haven't committed. <laughs> you would. You would. You would. <laughs> but no one will. Com- no one will blame you if you stop after season three, which is when most of the cast graduates. Right, okay, got it. Yeah. That shit's also mm-hmm. pretty heavy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're on to the final little cue. Are we not ready? This mm. one is a little complicated. Pop culture moment. To mm-hmm. understand, but it's actually really easy. You know? Mm-hmm. So yes, as Maddie just said, this is the cultural moment. Yes. That's stuck with you since it happened. Like, stuck with you, stuck yeah. with you. Which... I think I said at the beginning of the episode, mine was the Lady Gaga uh, paparazzi yes, performance. Yeah. Maddie's was Michael Jackson's death, which is iconic. Yeah. <laughs> um, do you have an answer for this, Lorinda? Yes. Yes? Notice notice how it's like a bit tentative, but yes. That's okay. No, Whatever think... it is, it'll count. Don't worry. No, it'll count. Believe me. Because mm-hmm. I'm going, because I believe it or not, shock horror. I'm going back to RuPaul's Drag Race. Okay. Okay. <laughs> like just having yeah. like a nice like full circle back like. Love that. <laughs> yeah, quite like symmetrical. I, uh, yeah. Okay, so my favorite drag queen of all time. Yeah. And this and this was even before the iconic moment. Okay. This is before. This is before the pop culture moment. I think that I have my, a guess, but I. Yeah, you you do you do. It's classic. It okay. is a moment that changed lip sync history forever <laughs> okay my that favorite drag queen no that was iconic that was iconic. wait what did you just say maddie i said if it's valentina <laughs> and she's like with i'd her like mom, to keep it on yeah. please i'd like to keep it on please no but similar like oh actually not similar at all my favorite drag queen is sasha Valor. Okay. and <clears throat> her yeah if you haven't seen it the lip sync performance in season nine, the grand finale, she is going up against Shea Coulee. The song that they are lip syncing is Whitney Houston's So Emotional. So emotional. Fuck. She comes out, my queen, and she's wearing like just a dress, so simple, and a wig. She starts, she has a rose and she starts picking off like roses with the flowers and the petals. She's giving me drama. She's giving me emotion. And then she takes off her fucking wig. She's a bald queen. That was like her thing. And the reason why she was a bald queen also is because of her mum, who had like leukemia and like had no hair. So she, she kind of did it in like honor of her. So that was also really, really nice. Um, but yeah, she's like shaking the wig off and then all these rose petals just like come out and she's like covered oh, in. Oh, yeah. You, Actually, you I know what you're, exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You would, you would <laughs> I know 100%, I do now. <laughs> you would 100% know what I'm talking about. That, yeah. I don't know. That just, and like it's interesting because surprisingly enough that moment was never spoiled for me before i got to it really even though no i know even even though i only watched that season last year for the first time it wasn't spoiled for me and from 
episode one of season nine, I was like, there's something about this um, Sasha Valor person. I'm obsessed just about like uh-huh. her looks and how she's like quite professional and the way she values drag and how she talks about drag. And cause she's quite, she's quite quirky. She's a bit alternative as a queen and like, she's a bit more like artistic with her looks and stuff. So I was always yeah. just instantaneously drawn to her. And then that particular moment, I was just like, that's how you like stop a show and like just yeah. get yeah. everything you've ever wanted. Cause she won after that. Like there was no, she couldn't there was have no deny. Won. There was no, there was no denying it. So I was just like, fuck, that's how you be a performer. Yeah. And that's mm-hmm. Not only that, but it changed. Like you said, it changed the lip sync game. It's now yeah. impossible for them to not do stunts. For them Sasha to not Valor have did a stunt that was so epic. And also, the iconic part is how much it haunted Shekule. <laughs> oh my god! And then, like, it makes that that hurts me too. Yeah. Like, I love I love Shay. She's and fantastic. then she comes she comes back for All Stars, and she's like, oh my god, like people used to send me roses as like a joke and like it's haunted me for years and like but now like then she like comes into her own and does like it's just yeah but I would say that's a really good answer kind of like the moment for me guys yeah I love that That, wow that literally she's actually yeah. I was yeah I was gonna say I think your favorite drag queen is either Shea Coulee or I could see Ben Delacreme Mm. Shea is in my top five, but Sasha is my number one. I said say Shea Coulee, I meant Sasha. Mm-hmm. Hello. Mm-hmm. My mm-hmm. bad. We got yeah. there. Um, You're good. Also, <laughs> the category is performance in season nine. The season nine before the finale, just before the finale. Yeah. Shea Coulee and uh, Sasha Velour's verses and Peppermint's, yeah. honestly, are like mm-hmm. still to this day some of the best. Yeah. Yeah. Some of the best. I, if you haven't yeah, watched it, I, go watch it. I love when they write verses, like, and they write their own, like, lyrics and stuff. It's such a cool challenge, and, like, the stuff they come up with is pretty good. Yeah. So, I'm a magical bitch, darling. Like That's it's... how I feel. Name a better lyric. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Correct. I feel like I always think that the lyrics they write are, like, amazing and iconic, no matter what, because I cannot yeah. write, like, poems and songs for the fucking life of me so, yeah um yeah. so i'm Need, always like I'm... wow that person's talented <laughs> you know what that's something that drag race down under had on had for it there were a few verses in those songs that were so fucking yeah. ironic it's true. anita yeah. wiglet's verse in uh queens down yeah. under changed my life yeah yeah changed true. my life and so did um yeah. kidamines actually mm-hmm. yeah no yeah. the the Aussie getting grossed in this actually... overdose iconic yeah, they were really good on that challenge. Like, mm. had, they, their songs are actually one of like the better ones. Like their yeah. season, like that that song that they made together was actually really good. What was the? I literally have the Anita Wiglet somewhere. Which is I can't say it now. Anyway, I'll link it down below. The Anita Wiglet verse is iconic. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's amazing. Okay, well we better wrap up because we've been doing this for a long time, and I'm sorry for yeah. keeping mm. for so long, Lorinda. It's so fun. My pleasure. Um, it's pretty fun to talk about. <laughs> it's pretty, some pretty fun stuff to talk about. Um, you had so many great answers, dude. You really did. Thank you. Thank you. Unfortunately, there is one more thing we have to do. And you don't oh, have to yes. participate. 
Mm-hmm. But if you would like to, we would love that. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is every week we do a what the fuck of the week each. Mm-hmm. And the what the fuck of the week is basically just something in your life, in pop culture, in anything that's confusing you or pissing you off or anything mm. of the sort. She should return those shoes because she has nothing of the sort. <laughs> Have you guys seen that? The, the Tiffany Pollard no, and Celebrity what? Big Brother UK? No? Too niche? Okay. <laughs> I'll send you the link. Niche. It's so fucking funny. Okay. Um, I will go first. Even though I don't really have one, but my what the fuck of the week this week. <laughs> my what the fuck of the week this week. I'm gonna to do two small ones. My first what okay. the fuck of the week is me for talking so much this episode. And my second what the fuck of the week is Paramount Plus for launching their streaming service with an app that absolutely sucks. The app is like almost unusable. It. You can't have profiles, there's no, no watch list. There's nowhere to no. see what you're up to. Every time you click on something, then click back, it resets the entire thing. Stop! It's like really not a good app, but the content's like Wait, mediocre as well. But, that's crazy because it's been out in America for so long. Yeah, and apparently in America it's the exact same. But um, wow. see, it's, it doesn't have that's much good. content, but the content it has does slap. Like Evil Season 2 starts soon here on August 24th, How I think. How does it? not have that much content because do you mean it just doesn't have much new content no it doesn't have that much content because uh as their deals paramount's deals with netflix australia and stuff right and they'll get the rest of their content that they have but right now it's not i see a crazy amount but like they have the iCarly reboot they have um evil season two is coming very soon which lorinda i don't know if you've watched evil best show of all time so fucking good agreed um (laughs) And I just I'm need also, to interrupt really quickly yes, go. and say my computer only has 10% battery and I don't have the charger here. So if I randomly drop out, We're gonna do this quick. I won't be coming back. <laughs> <laughs> um, no. And the other thing that they have on it that I started watching, which is really, really good. It's a sitcom. It's called The Neighborhood. Um, go check it out. It is really, really good and like light and fun and easy to watch. Anyway, Maddie, what is your what the fuck of the week? Um. Okay. I got, <laughs> I got my first dose of yes, the COVID vax okay. on Thursday. I got AstraZeneca. Oh my God. <laughs> the side effects are no fucking joke. Mm-hmm. I still got this massive bruise on my arm. <laughs> yeah, I got it like last Thursday and wow. Okay. I got like a crazy fever on yeah. the night of, and it like keeps coming and going and it was, it's whack. I didn't really get much else. I got like a mild headache on the first night and mm. I haven't had a runny nose or anything like that. So I feel like I've actually come off quite mm. well. Like a lot of other people said they've had much worse side effects, but oof, still no joke. And my arm genuinely, it's so sore. Yeah, It's mm. so sore. I can't believe how sore it is. It's crazy. So what the fuck's up with that? Well, the good news <laughs> is the second it. dose, you're barely going to feel. Mm. Yes, that is what I've been told. It's like the opposite way. Um, Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. But yeah, my mom had the exact same thing with AstraZeneca. She was out for like a week with fevers and stuff. But yeah. What did I. I can't imagine like actually getting COVID. (laughs) Right? (laughs) It must be like really bad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah, no, when I I did the Pfizer and um, my first shot, I felt like nothing. 
I was like a little bit sleepy yeah. the next day and that's it. The secondaries took me out for a week. Like you. Yeah. 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 Fun times, but we're doing our part and that's what matters. Yeah. True. Also the fact that I just got the AZ dose and literally the day after they were like, anyway, we're making Pfizer eligible for everyone. I was like, awesome. You could have announced that 24 hours ago. <laughs> yeah, that was rough. Anyway. Um, yeah, I know, right? Lorinda, can you think of yes. anything to do? I feel like my what the fuck of like this week can just be like my what the fuck of the past two months, and that's just lockdown in general. Yeah, yeah. this fair. is really, really what bad. What is up, Gladys? What like, is up? Yeah. Um, <laughs> she has yeah. lost control. Mm. Also, just stay home, yeah. peoples, or like, you know, yeah. watch yourself. I just don't know. It's home. so not fair. It's so not fair to the people yeah. that are doing the right thing, you know? Yeah. It's very tricky. Oh. It's a good it's one to fuck. Especially for you. Like, do you have, do you, are you a dancer, like, full-time, professionally? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, oof. oof. But, like, not much work at the moment, but, like, just no, teaching, yeah. just de- teaching kids is fine, like, on Zoom and that, but it's, yep. like, pretty tricky mm. to do. It's challenging. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, Lorinda was telling yes. me, if you don't mind me saying, that, um, she literally has to try and teach like kids as young as like three and four to dance over zoom <laughs> and like keep them engaged and i'm like Oof, that sounds tough it is tough it tough is but tough. adorable mm-hmm. well mm-hmm. i don't know if that's maybe <laughs> tough let's do it it's tough <laughs> they're pretty cute they're pretty cute oh um, so, yeah wow okay well before maddie's battery runs out let's quickly um, Lorinda, do you want to say what your socials are? You don't have to. Social oh. medias and stuff. If there's anything you yeah. want to promote, go for it. I know that your <laughs> um, dance company is yes, like art to the highest degree. It's iconic. <laughs> um, um, you can absolutely yeah. go for that. Do whatever you want. I mean, normally there would be so much more stuff to plug like shows and what have you um but obviously not at the moment due to covid um i will be dancing on like an so i am part of like a company yes Mm -hmm. a dance company called one dance collective and the company part of that is called one dance company and we will be doing like some solo performances like we've got like shows coming up um in september and they're just going to be on like our ig live on instagram so you, anyone nice. can just like yeah anyone can just like click on and like watch live on like the two weeks that we're performing there's going to be like a soloist performing like each night mm-hmm. um so that's super exciting thing that's oh. coming up and honestly that's about it because everything else will probably happen next year but yeah, yeah that's about it for me yeah well i will put your socials in the description and stuff if you want so you can check yeah. that and if you send me Sounds the links good. i will put all of the one dance stuff in the description and stuff yeah. as well so easy just go click on it and check it out people um please do maddie what are your socials oh my god <laughs> i don't know why i side so loudly then <laughs> um lady alice 101 on instagram youtube tiktok twitter Twitter. Thank you. <laughs> uh, and if you want to go follow her brand spanking new business that she started in the middle of a pandemic oh, yeah. at Harness Creation she, everywhere a... or harnesscreation.com.au yeah. or .com. Yes. Yeah. .com? What? Harnesscreation.com.au. No, .au. .au. Okay. Check it out. Yeah. It's really fun and fresh. Um, 
And if you want to follow the podcast, you can at WTFIH Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. And on YouTube, you can watch us do this podcast weekly. Uh, WTF is happening the podcast. Again, all the links down below if you want to follow me on Instagram or... Uh, no, not on Instagram. Twitter or TikTok. NIC underscore sushi. <laughs> I love talking fast, guys. Okay. Um, You're good at it. <laughs> you are. <laughs> I feel like when I talk slow, it's like, like mumble, make no sense. But when I talk fast, mm. it's like, whatever. Um, it just comes mm-hmm. out. Thank you so, so much for joining us this week, Lorinda. Yeah, thank you for coming. Taking time out. She has a point. She's an icon, she's a legend, and she is the moment. Um, Thank you so much. Um, You are most welcome. Mads, are you ready to say our thing, which is thank you. Thank you very much for watching. Thank you for listening listening. to What the Fuck is Happening. (laughs) To What the Fuck is Happening, the the podcast. podcast. It's impossible to be synced over Zoom, okay? Okay, it's fine. It's really true. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.